Hello, honeybee. Hi. Ah, there it is. There's my what? my soda. I was cracking the soda. Ah, Delicioso. Ooh, oh, the ASMR. It's just so good. <laughs> ASMR. Honeybee, it's that time of year again. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to 31 Days of Horror. Oops, all werewolves edition. Ah, folks, this year we are doing all werewolves all month long. We've got Lots of special guests lined up, some old friends returning, some new friends joining us for the first time, and uh, Honeybee might be here a little more than usual. We'll see. Yay! It is day one, and we're going to start things off with the best place to start, I think. The <laughs> Wolfman from 1941. Ooh, yeah, baby. You know, before I say anything about it, Honeybee, have you ever seen this movie before? Negative. And what were your impressions? Um, you know, I honestly enjoyed it. It's so simple. It's so, um, it's kind of short, but it's just so, it was really enjoyable. I had a great time watching it, especially going into it, you know, completely blind. And also, I don't really know a lot of werewolf shit watch a lot of werewolf shit definitely not one of my things um so yeah it was cool i uh, i really enjoyed watching it there are definitely some things that i cannot wait to talk about in this fucking movie um but well yeah. it's a good thing it's a good thing we started with this thing because a lot of werewolf shit a lot of what we think of and particularly the movies think of as werewolf shit comes from this movie oh. i mean some of it's from some of it's from folklore but a lot of it is from this movie. Your basic rules that you get in the movies, like the pentagram in the hand, that comes that comes from here. Uh, I think the silver's from folklore. Definitely that poem is from this, but it came. It will show up in other movies sometimes. Excuse me. Uh, you said it was short. It is seventy minutes. It's from 1941. The budget was 180000 I don't know what the box office was, but I believe it was considered a hit. This is part of the Universal Monsters series, which hey. we might do at some point in the future when we run out of kaiju movies, we may shift focus So we'll and do the Universal Monsters. So we may be coming back to this movie again someday. Hell yeah. Uh, folks, if you haven't listened to our Halloween episodes before, they tend to be a little bit shorter and we don't do a full 
plot summary and scene breakdown like we do with the kaiju ones it's just more our thoughts and feelings about the movie Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. if we do come back to this movie in the future, then we'll do the full bit by bit. I will tell you the cast, though. It stars Lon Chaney Jr. as Lawrence Larry Talbot, the Wolfman. Claude Rains as Sir John Talbot. Warren William as Dr. Lloyd. Ralph Bellamy as Colonel Paul Montford. Patrick Knowles as Frank Andrews Bela Lugosi as Bela, the Romany fortune teller and werewolf. Oh, how nice. Wikipedia is uh, up to date gypsy. enough to refer to him as a Romany, <laughs> not Bela the Gypsy. Marla Ospinskaya as Maleva, the Romany sorceress. Eh, I don't know. Sorceress seems a bit much. Evelyn Ankers as Gwen Conleaf, J.M. Kerrigan as Charles Conleaf, Faye Helm as Jenny Williams, and Forrester Harvey as Twiddle. I'm not going to lie, this uh, opening like uh, cast thing that we see at the beginning of the movie where it's like, this actor playing this guy, this actor playing uh-huh. this guy. I kind of wish that uh-huh. that was at the end of the movie. I was like, damn, right. spoiler. Like, we don't, need, we don't yes. know who the Wolfman is yet. Now we all know. We haven't even seen the movie yet. <laughs> now, you remember Claude Rains, right? No. Yeah. Can you, can you think about it for just a moment? Um, In okay. the, Claude Rains was the Invisible Man. Oh, yeah. We didn't get a lot of his face in that movie. So Late- that's why. <laughs> I thought you might recognize his voice. <laughs> But his name you should Negative. know. You should know his name. And at some point, someday, you and I will sit down and watch Casablanca, and you will see Claude Rains in that, playing a very different part. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't subscribed to our Patreon yet, you can hear our Invisible Man episode where we talk about Mr. Claude Rains by going to patreon.com slash mmftg. Yeah. So, uh, Lon Chaney Jr., who's actually not Lon Chaney Jr., he is Crichton Chaney, but his father was a famous silent film actor, Lon Chaney. So, uh, when he was trying to market himself later, he pretended that he was, I mean, he's his son, but he's not junior on his birth certificate. Uh, he, so Lon Chaney Sr. was known as the Man of a Thousand Faces, and he was... Phantom of the Opera in the silent film version and mm. was also known for doing his own makeup and doing a lot of innovative uh, special effects makeup things. So Lon Chaney Jr., uh, his father didn't want him to be an actor, but he did it anyway and got <laughs> some fame doing of Mice and Men and then once he did Wolfman, that was it. It was it was horror movies, not exclusively, but a lot. That's what this is the main thing he's known for. He's okay. also the only person to have played all of the major Universal monsters. Whoa! Yeah, because they couldn't. They didn't always. He's the only one to play the Wolfman. But he also played everybody else because the other actors didn't always come back. So I think I think Bela only played Dracula twice. Yeah. 
in Dracula and in Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. But Lon Chaney is, Jr. is in Son of Dracula, which is actually Dracula. When you watch the movie, he's, the character he's playing is actually Dracula, not the son of Dracula. So that counts. He plays Frankenstein in the Frankenstein's monster in, the, the, I think, the ghost of Frankenstein. And he plays the mummy in one of them. Oh. So those are all those are the major ones. He, of course, he doesn't play the creature from the Black Lagoon. He doesn't play the Invisible Man, but he plays all the uh, the big ones. And as I said, the only one to play the Wolf Man in those movies. So tell me, nice. uh, Hope, what uh, Honeybee, what particularly jumped out at you? Uh, good or bad because I got some both, things both? okay go ahead tell me let's hear your notes well, I just want to say god damn it Gwen okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> the whole like telescope through the window uh, what a creep bullshit what a creep and why does it work it pissed me off I that know. it worked and then also God damn it, Gwen, for getting Jenny involved and then killed. Yep. And yep. and then whenever everything goes down, she doesn't give a fuck about Jenny at first. She completely forgets about Jenny because she is all over this fucking weirdo trying to get him. Yeah. I'm like, they they left Jenny. <laughs> and there's that She's scenes like, when fuck. Jenny's mom comes in all pissed off. Yeah. And they're all being they're all being defensive, but they're not taking into account that this woman's daughter just died. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's a little out of line, but they can cut her some slack. She's she does say she does say who can blame her at one point, but I'm just like, come yeah. on. And then she's like engaged to the guy and there's like a dick measuring contest at one point. Ugh. And then uh, I'm just like, I, I just God damn it, Gwen. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of like my first thoughts. I I just, I don't like how the creepiness worked for Gwen and she was engaged to someone else and yeah, she's ready to run off with him after she, after she finds out that he's a werewolf, she's ready to run away with him. So, and and they don't imply this at all really, but maybe there's some, you know, werewolf animal magnetism happening there because there's no other explanation for it. For fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) There's no, but that's something we're, we're kind of imposing on it from the outside because it's not really indicated in the text of the, and at one point someone like tries to grasping at straws. Yeah, seriously. At one point someone's like trying to say something about Larry, like saying something bad. And she's basically like, what do you mean? Look, I've known the guy for less than 48 hours. He wouldn't do something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what is happening here? It just, I just really, it was just one thing that I really did not quite enjoy about the movie, but it definitely, um, it didn't ruin it for me. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> God damn. I, I was literally like, is this flirting? Like, is like, what? What is happening? Like, ugh. But, ugh. yeah, I did enjoy Folks, if you it haven't, the movie. If you haven't seen it yet, you go watch it. on. It's on Prime Video, or you can rent it or buy it anywhere. Because, um, obviously, we're spoiling the shit out of it. Which yeah. we're going to do all month long. 
Spoilers and for it's everything. It's worth it. It's worth the all watch, the time. For sure. Yeah, I mean, he he is a total creep, and uh, <laughs> he but. This is my favorite of the Universal Monster movies. Partly, wow. I think, because it's... <laughs> I think it's Yikes. partly because it's not based on anything. So there's nothing for them to fuck up. Like Frankenstein and Dracula are both based on books. Oh, I see. And The Invisible Man. But Frankenstein and Dracula are not very faithful adaptations of those books. Wolfman, Clifford, uh, not Clifford. Yes. What? Uh, hold on. What? <laughs> Kurt. Kurt Side uh, Side Mac. Seed Mac Sayudo. Hello. <laughs> the writer. Sayod <laughs> Mac. I don't know how the hell is pronounced. He, uh, you know, it's all him. It's all his screenplay. It's not based on any specific book. So there's nothing for it to be unfaithful to. Mm -hmm. So um, that's one reason I like it. I do also enjoy, even though he's a total creep, Larry's tortured, you know, uh, Lon Chaney's tortured performance as Larry just um I, I really feel his suffering and it just gets worse as the movies go on because he comes back over and over again so it turns out he it's hard to kill a werewolf and he just keeps coming back well damn and i guess he i guess he's not able to kill himself so um and and you know it's also got um claude rains in it He's good. Bella's in it just for a moment, but he's he's good. Um, I just I really I just really like it. I should say I you know I saw all these movies uh, as a kid. Um, they had it. They would come on uh, a lot of them I saw with my father. They would come on late at night on a Friday or a Saturday night, and they would often show a double feature. Dad didn't always make it through both movies. <laughs> He would often go to bed after the first one. But I would stay up late on the weekends watching these movies, uh, you know, before I'd read any of these books. And uh, so I have a real connection to them, uh, history with them. And this one is my favorite. And I've probably watched it more than any of the other ones. I watch it every year at this time of year, you know, in, in uh, October. And uh, I I love it. But yes, it's got problems. Yeah, I could see, you know, in 1941, this being so charming. But in 2023, it's like, holy shit, what the fuck? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, you creep. Like, don't you know what no means, you piece of shit? Well, and I don't know any details, but apparently uh, the lady that played Gwen, um, what's her name? I just said a minute ago. Don't give me the line. Evelyn. Evelyn Anchors. Evelyn did not get along with Lon Chaney Jr. 
<laughs> so I don't I don't know why because I just watched a documentary about him where everybody said he was just the sweetest guy and everybody loved him oh, but apparently yeah. they oh, they all are they all are none of just the none of those guy, people uh, but well I guess none of those people were playing his love interests in a movie I don't know yeah and I don't know how him with his stinky nasty hairy werewolf breath and I don't know at what point his drinking problem was at when he made this movie. So, there's that. Uh, but... Also, <laughs> I just thought of this, too. Something else is, like, um, the guy who plays his dad, like, I wrote one of my notes, is, like, Claude Rains. Daddy's a scientist, and Mom must have been really tall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, they do not look at all related. However, his brother looks exactly like him, because yeah. we see a portrait of his, bro- of his dead brother hanging above the fireplace place mantle and mm-hmm. it's just a painting of Lon Chaney Jr. It's just him yeah. exactly. <laughs> but uh, and it seems the reason he's come home is because his brother died, but I don't think that's ever stated explicitly. He's just like I sure was sorry to hear about John. It was John. John is he is he so he's yes, Jonathan. John. Okay. So he's he's Jonathan Talbot Jr. He's he was the older son. He's named after his his father. Sir John. Mm-hmm. It's not really at all clear. I guess we assume this is in England, it, but yeah. I don't know if they ever say. But you know, oh, at the beginning, not only it's... is not only is not only is Larry American, uh, but Gwen is clearly American as well, and Jenny seems fairly American. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? I have no idea. All I can think of is <laughs> gypsies, tramps, and thieves. That's Romany. Romany tramps and thieves. Well, they call us. That's true. It's not what we call ourselves, but they call us gypsies, tramps, and thieves. <laughs> uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not aware, these, these days it's generally frowned upon to use the term gypsy because that's a name outsiders put on them. But, man, this movie's not at all aware of that. <laughs> just constantly. Uh, and nobody nobody can just say Bela. They have to say Bela the Gypsy or Bela the Fortune Teller. <laughs> As if there's another Bela they have to <laughs> differentiate him from. Uh, you mean Bela the Tailor? No, no. Bela the Fortune Teller. The Gypsy Fortune Teller. Oh, not, not, not Bela the Italian Fortune Teller. No, 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 no. Bela the Gypsy Fortune Teller. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, the apart from Larry being a total creeper, because he, uh, mm. uh, yeah, he's, gosh, folks, I mean, you got to watch it. He spies on her in the telescope that his father is, has uh, ordered and that he's helping him set up. And then he goes to her shop and pretend it's a antiques place and acts like he wants to buy some earrings but then describes the earrings that he saw her trying on in her bedroom <laughs> through her window and she says uh, we don't have those anything like that and he's like well yes you do don't you remember they're on your nightstand upstairs <laughs> and uh, or your dressing table or whatever and she's like what what are, well those aren't for sale and how do you know about that and he claims that he's psychic but um, and then buys a cane instead and I want that cane you could get a replica of it for just a little over three hundred dollars. 
Uh, but um, the thing that bugs me, though, apart from him being a total creep, is when he transforms for the first time. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he changes clothes after he transforms. Did you notice this? <laughs> he's That's hilarious. In his, he's in his bedroom, and he's wearing kind of light pants, and he's taking his shirt off, and he's wearing a white uh, undershirt, a white tank top undershirt. And he sits down in the chair, and he starts transforming. And then we cut to him outside, where he's wearing dark pants, and a long sleeve, dark, dark, yeah, a dark (laughs) shirt that buttons all the way up. He's got a button all the way up, and it's got long sleeves so that they only had to make up his, you know, his hands and his face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) didn't have to do, didn't have to do his arms and his chest. And I'm like, why didn't anyone catch that? And why didn't they just have him wearing that in the previous Mm -hmm. scene? That's hilarious. And then, and then when he. When he changes later, he's in the same outfit, so he's like, uh, better put my stocking clothes on before I transform. <laughs> Something else that I kind of, like, was annoyed by, um, like, kind of similar vibes with the clothes thing, is, like, when Jenny gets attacked by the wolf, the werewolf, it looks like a dog. And he's, like, fighting yes. this dog. We see the dog's head, but then when he transforms into a werewolf he's like wolf man and i'm like why doesn't he look like a dog yeah and and it is it is just a dog who ended up becoming lon cheney's dog i guess he was a studio dog and then lon just took him home (laughs) and you can see pictures of them together cute but yes he's definitely a a man bela is a man who turns into a wolf but Lon Chaney becomes a wolf man. Mm-hmm. Although no, they use the term werewolf throughout the movie, though. They never call him a wolf man yeah. in the movie. They call him a werewolf. Yeah. Another time that he's a creep, too, is whenever he... Okay, the fortune teller woman, the sorceress, if you will, she yeah. um, gives him a pendant, and she's like, it's your fate. You have to do this now. Go. Keep this so you will be safe. And then the first thing he does is go find what's-her-face without her fiancé, and he's like, here, take this pendant. So, uh, take it, because I don't fucking need it. And then, and then she's like, well, I can't take it without giving you something. Here's a penny. And he's like, that's not enough. And just fucking... <laughs> shoves his face onto her face. Yep. Yeah. I was like, for fuck's sake, my boy. Why? <laughs> Ew. God. God. <sighs> but I thought she was implying that when she said I can't take it without giving you something, but then she switches to here's a penny. So I'm like <laughs> Here's a penny. What? Probably because what? her fiance is like five yeah. feet away from them. Yeah. Uh well, you know, he uh, within the confines of this film, he ends up dead at the end, and the fiance gets the girl. So, oh, God. so there That's you go. So much worse. <laughs> so much worse. <laughs> oh man. 
Another part that I thought was pretty funny was like, what, do you believe in werewolves, daddy? And he was like, no, but I believe in schizophrenia. Let's go to church. <laughs> <laughs> Pray it out of you, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so weird, though. He goes in he goes into church without him and sits down the front row. And then the entire <laughs> church just sort of senses that he's standing back there and turns around one row at a time one to stare at, at him. One row at a time. Yeah, it's like very well choreographed. So and awkward. finally... Claude Rains in front is like, I sense that everybody's turned around. What is and he just leaves. He's like, fuck this. I'm out. Uh, well, I hesitate to ask, but honeybee, what do you rate 1941's The Wolfman? I'm going to give it four stars. I really did enjoy it. It was super fun to watch. It's so simple. The story is just very simple. There's not a lot to it. There's not a lot of meat. Um, it's, it's just kind of silly. And, you know, I think it's kind of, um, hard to make a wolfman like scary, but I really do think that the actor did a great job of, like you said, just like portraying the torment of, and like the crazy, like him going crazy and losing his mind and all of these people accusing him of, you know, being this, like nothing happened until you came into town. And, you know, just, (laughs) I think he did a great job. And so I, I, I did enjoy it for sure. I'm going to say it's four stars for me. Okay, that's more than I thought you were going to give it. I give it five, straight up five. Love it, love it. Uh, we'll watch it again next year. Uh, it's... I probably won't. I probably won't watch it again. <laughs> I, I mean, I might. Like, I would watch it with you, or, like, I would watch it, you know, like, to show someone, or if someone was like, oh, you know what we should watch? We should watch The Wolfman from 1941. I'd be like, all right, fuck yeah. <laughs> but I probably won't, like, you know, go out of my way to watch it again just because. I mean, I, I did enjoy well, it. It was fun, but, you know, I'm just like, it, it was it was, it was was fun. I, I had a great time watching it, and it did make me laugh, uh, which probably in moments that it shouldn't but like i said it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of hard to make a wolf man especially in 1941 you know um not look kind of goofy and yeah. so i did i did really have a good time though it was very enjoyable experience so i do recommend watching it especially um you know if you're into the wolf things the werewolves and the, it's one of your things like for sure and even if it's not i do recommend it just because like you said it's kind of um like a, like a staple. It's kind of where a lot of things came from. So definitely worth yeah. the watch for sure. I had fun. Yeah. Um, you will see many uh, movies refer to that little poem. And uh, even, and the cane shows up every now and then in something. Mm. One, of the other, one of the other movies we'll be watching this month. Somebody's got a replica of it. Ooh. So, folks, join us here every day this month. For 31 Days of Horror. Oops, all werewolves. Tomorrow we're going to discuss the remake from 2010 called The Wolfman. One word, The Wolfman. Not The Wolf Man. (laughs) So, So, yeah, I don't know why. I, don't, I guess they did that on purpose to distinguish the two films. I don't know. So yeah, be back I here was tomorrow. Looking them up. I was looking up the the movies, and there was one that was like the Wolfman's got nads or something like that. Like, oh, not Wolfman. What? <laughs> okay, that is a documentary that is a reference to the Monster Squad. They okay. at some point in the movie the Monster Squad at some point somebody kicks the wolf man in the groin 
Then they say the Wolfman's got nads or nards or whatever. Nards, nads, I, I think guess. it was nards. nards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're shocked that he reacts when he's kicked in the groin. Because they, he, say, they think he doesn't Wolfman's have balls because he's a wolf. I guess. They, they, I guess they thought he'd be tougher. They, they're kids. They're oh, like 12, 12 year olds. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, so, so they think that his balls haven't dropped. I don't know. Well, you, they're not visible. <laughs> they're just surprised that it worked. <laughs> when you, that they kicked him in the balls and it worked. This so, is a very. This brings up a valid question. When you turn into a werewolf, does your junk stay the same size, or do you get like dog junk? Like that's, uh, that's an interesting. I guess it depends on what question. kind you're turning into. <laughs> if you're turning into the wolf kind or the wolf man kind. Anyway, that is a that's a documentary about that movie. So that's nice. why it's called that. That makes we sense. We will folks like, what the don't fuck? don't want to disappoint anyone, but we will not be covering that movie this year. We're focusing <laughs> on ones cuz it's got a wolf it's got a werewolf in it, but we're focusing more on werewolf specific movies, not uh team up movies that just also mm-hmm. have a werewolf in them. Heard. Maybe, maybe next year. Who knows? Anyway, no, join next us tomorrow. Year we gotta do something else, like zombies. Okay, or something. like vampires or zombies or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining us. Look us up at uh, mmftg.com, and be here tomorrow for the Wolfman from 2010. Until yeah. then, I have been Precious D. And I have been Honey Bee. Happy October, everyone. Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. And please, don't misuse science. We won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Funtime Go. Ow! You've been listening to Monster Movie Funtime Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mmftg.